Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. Welcome to Maximum News, everybody. My name is Michael Zampino. And this is TJ Clark. Kanye West watched 21 Jump Street, <laughs> and he is no longer anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's, all, it's saving all the world, saving hatred. I mean, a good comedy can really change the world. Yeah, you know? it really can. Um, I'm not really sure what it was about the film, <laughs> other than Jonah Hill being Jewish. Yeah. Um, so he saw uh, a Jewish actor <laughs> in a movie that he enjoyed and was like, you, you know, know what? what? Maybe I don't want them all exterminated. I hated the whole people, but uh, Jonah, <laughs> but Hill, Jonah Hill is cool. funny. <laughs> Maybe they're not so bad. Wow. I did not see that one I know, coming this right? week. Yeah, and that I'm, was the first. Uh, my daughter sent me that. Screen grab. The first thing that's the first thing I saw this morning. Waking up, Kanye doesn't. He's not anti-Semitic anymore, thanks to Twenty One Jump Street. I when I saw it, I was like, "This is a bit. This is a bit. This is like a, a mock account or something, yeah. or like." But uh, Jonah Hill hacked this account. It seems real, right? It's yeah. it's real. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, wowie zowie. It was very funny. I will give it that. Did yeah. you did you like the movie? 20? I did like it. I liked yeah. it a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, it was well made. It was, and I think they they did a good job of saying, "Look, we're gonna pretty much go completely away from the source material yeah. and just make a super fun comedy um, while having the same premise, sort of." But <laughs> yeah. the the source material is not really there. Yeah. The new one kind of recognized how ridiculous some of the like yeah. older premise was. Yeah. But man, did I watch the shit out of that oh original God, show? Dude. Yeah, I yeah. loved. I mean, Johnny Depp and uh, Richard, I mean, the, is I, Richard Greco was he in? That uh, I believe it was uh, also like um, um, uh, Michael. Um, uh, oh God, what's the Deloise? Right, oh. one of the Deloise kids was yeah, in there. I think yeah, it was yeah. Michael Deloise. <laughs> That's right. Was it Peter Deloise? It was Michael or Peter. Yeah, I can't remember which one was in it. I yeah. think it's Michael and one Peter. of Dom's kids. Yeah, of the laughing till wheezing Deloises. <laughs> <laughs> Dom Deloise. I used to just love all fat comedians, like no matter if they were actually funny or not. So I was like, it like was Dom Michael. Deloise. Oh, okay. Michael Deloise, known for uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, and he was also TJ in Gilmore Girls. Oh, look at that. And he was also the the mean kid in uh, Encino Man. <laughs> and he was one of the. Uh, wasn't right. he one of the Wayne's World? Yeah, he was the Wayne's World guy. Do I frighten you? <laughs> oh do my you God. want me to? That is hilarious. I think that is him. What about Peter Deloise? What did he do? Peter Deloise was. Uh, let's see. Oh, he was. Also, wait, hold on a second. 
Is he also in 21 Jump Street? Joey Penn Hall <laughs> in 21 Jump Street is what it says for Michael DeLuise. But then I click on Peter DeLuise, and he was Doug Penn Hall, so they were both in it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember that. That's wild. Okay, cool. Uh, he was in Stargate, I guess. He was also okay. in Stargate. Uh, career. I wonder why his name came to me first. How do I know Peter Pe- DeLuise more of the DeLuise brothers? People right now are like, I thought this was a political <laughs> podcast. Solar Babies, that's one of the ones I remember, that, that shitty movie. Uh, um, man. Um, I mean, hey, like if if this movie is going to cure... He was in The uh, Facts of Life for one episode. <laughs> okay. He was in 21 Jump Street, Highlander the series, Street Justice, one oh, episode nice. of Friends. <laughs> it's a solid Stargate. Career. Yeah, a bunch of Stargate stuff. All right, all right. He was in a nice little movie called Between the Sheets in 1998. Ooh. That sounds like All a right, fun romp. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank God for 21 Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I used to think that, like, did you think there was narcs, like, in your school? Did you think there was, like, undercover Oh, narcs? like, under, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. When, uh, at our age... Um, you could tell everyone, you could tell who was a teenager, <laughs> whereas like back then they just cast everyone in their mid to late twenties as teenagers. Yeah, so it was like, a good plan. so that you could <laughs> buy one of them being you yeah. know, like this 30 year old being a teenager. <laughs> they still do that though. They still do. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this week, uh, Trump tweeted that there would be death and destruction if Ooh. he was indicted for a misdemeanor, mm. um, which is pretty fucking wild. It's and, and it's yeah. really hard to uh, argue against that being, uh, you <laughs> know, insightful. Yeah. yeah, insightful rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, right after he said that, the next day, the DA received a death threat in the mail with an unknown white substance in the envelope. Yeah. The very next Saying, day. quote, Alvin, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, wow. So, cause and effect, yeah. I believe we have. Yeah. I mean, this to me, this particular tweet and this series of tweets calling him a, a, a quote, Soros-backed animal. Yeah. Um, number one, it, that's you... With three words, Soros-backed animal, yeah. you've been racist towards black people and anti-Semitic in three words. <laughs> yeah. High level of difficulty. Yeah. Wowie zowie. Yeah. But it's this this particular round uh, of tweets is, in my opinion, worse than the come to January 6th will be wild. Yeah. Um, this is even more inflammatory, totally. more insightful. Yeah, this is direct. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the dude's really like, I got away with it this long. Like at this point, I'm just rallying the fucking troops, yeah. you know. And we discussed last week how how you know I think he pictures them, you know, tying chains to the <laughs> to the side of a jail and pulling them out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I you know I don't think this is is gonna uh, happen. Um, but I also wanted to just very quickly dip into um, Trump's. He he keeps wanting to. Um, Call Stormy Daniel horse face. Yeah. And um, basically laying the, the groundworks for people to believe that he would never have fucked her. Yeah. And I think we dipped into that briefly last week. And <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody on earth is going to believe that yeah. Donald Trump passed up that that window. Yeah. There's no Every single thing we know fucking about way. <laughs> There's no way 
there's no way. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a very uh, typical Donald move. You oh, know, yeah. he's done it before with um, um, literally everyone. <laughs> well, and I'm trying to think of the the. Uh, I'm trying to be respectful and think of the lady's name, and I can't remember it. But she's the one that has the um, the rape lawsuit uh, that I believe is still even pending. Yeah. Um, and how he came out and was like, "Oh, she's not my type." Yeah. She's not my type. I would never sleep with her. She's that. She's ugly. Uh, yeah. I'm a fucking ten. <laughs> I'm the epitome of manhood. Mm. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Fuck him for that extra. But Absolutely. he's there's literally, I don't know. When these indictments come down, because now I think it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. When these indictments come down, I just hope that it is as little a reaction as we have you know the the good news is and i'm wondering if alvin bragg's delays this week because we thought they were meeting several times this week yeah um and they kept delaying and yeah. i'm wondering if they those like once right i believe they had one Wednesday meeting maybe. yeah and they were supposed to reconvene again um to decide on and vote yeah. to hear more things and then uh, actually have them vote <laughs> i'm wondering if the delays were to sort of, you know, because after Trump, he sent that tweet out, I believe, on like a a, a Saturday, right, that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. Yeah, I think uh, so. Something like that. So, you know, you got Alvin Bragg, he's got Saturday night, he's got Sunday, and he's like, you know what? Let's see how many people show up for this protest <laughs> that he's calling yeah. for, right? Yeah. Because they had already called for extra security. They'd already brought in stuff. So they're like, we're prepared for these people to show up. Let's see how many people do. Yeah. Spoiler, not many. <laughs> really? No. Wow, I believe I they said that the high count one day was around 15 to 20. That's hilarious. That is so funny. 15 to 20. It's like his attendance not at thousand. Tulsa rally. Not thousand, yeah. not hundred. Double digit. Fifteen to twenty. <laughs> stop. And that's in New York City, right? Yeah. yeah. Manhattan. The yeah. the man's like his turf, like yeah. his city, right? Now he's living in you know, he loves Mar a Lago, but you know now that DeSantis and him are are like he's now like god damn it i gotta live in this guy's state where because i can't go back to new york yeah because he's been pretty much uh unofficially like um what's what did they used to do back in the day where uh where you kick somebody out of town what's it called <laughs> where you're uh oh jesus <laughs> I can't I think want of to it. say excommunicate, but that's like a exiled, exiled, there you right? Go. Is it exiled? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's been exiled essentially from New York, <laughs> yeah. especially like doing business. For the most yeah. part, oh, everybody yeah. in New York's like, nah, dog. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we've been done with you since the eighties. Uh, that's when he started getting money from the Russians. <laughs> oh man. Um. So let's see what else. Uh, okay. So, uh, Takapina. Uh, Takapina is uh, Trump's new lawyer. Yeah, um, the rounds, right? The TV rounds. Hey, Takapina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went on. Uh, he's been on a couple of shows. He went on Ari. We talked about that last week. And then after Ari, uh, they found a clip of him on CNN five years ago talking about <laughs> how there was a case here. Um, and then, um, you know, um, and at the very end of what he says, he says all the stuff about how how it's a crime and how, you know, there's a case here. <laughs> and uh, and then he wraps it all up by saying, 
if that is indeed the case. And now now he's using that as his out as he's like, Ari, you heard that now I said if, <laughs> if that is indeed the case. Yeah. So he went on Chuck Todd today. <clears throat> uh, today as we're recording this, not today as you're hearing this, um, and was saying that uh, he's like, you heard me say if that is indeed the case. And Chuck said, uh, well, what has what have you learned since that has changed your mind? And in a typical shitty lawyer, he goes, the facts. <laughs> the facts, period. The facts, period. Um, can you and, list those? <laughs> exactly. Um, but at yeah. one point during the interview, something that I found interesting was that he talked about how this is only being brought up because it's Trump and no one else in the world would be uh, actually prosecuted for this particular crime. But then he was very quick to try and <laughs> silence anybody that would come out and go, well, what about John Edwards, motherfucker? Yeah. He was literally, oh, yeah. this is like very much almost the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but his big thing was that, no, 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 that's different because that money came from a donor. This money came from his lawyer. Oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> buddy, but that's uh, that's yeah. a bit of a reach <laughs> yeah. as far as that being like a, a, a difference of, legality yeah. you know what i mean it still came from an outside source to 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 uh affect an election and the john edwards payment i believe was at least a year or more before the election oh wow and That's right. and it basically was you know came out that it was way more it was almost entirely to keep his wife from finding out and not to try and keep the election yeah. influenced. Yeah. Um, you know, and whatever, if it was to influence the election, he should have been fucking convicted. Fuck him forever. You yeah. know, whatever. He also cheated on his wife. So fuck him for that too. <laughs> yeah. That's not cool. Don't do yeah. that shit. Um, but he, uh, you know, so yeah, he was very quick to try and bring that defense of like, Oh, John Edwards, it's not the same, but it, it's, it's very much Almost worse because his payment was days before the election. Yeah. Days. Yeah. Not weeks, days. Like within a week, I'm pretty sure. Definitely to keep. I'm, uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was single digit days. So yeah. if it was over a week, it was under 10 days. I'm almost positive. That's definitely less the than difference. a year yeah. or more. Yeah. Intention's um, clear. My gut wants to say it was almost two years in the Edwards thing, but yeah. I, I might be wrong there. So I don't want to say that long, but I am, I'm, I'm willing to say, uh, Positively, that it was over a year yeah. before the election. I remember that. Um, so, oh, the other thing that he said in the interview was he kept trying to say that that this was different because um, these were personal funds that these he used personal money um, to reimburse Cohen, who chose to use his personal money from his home equity loan he took out <laughs> to pay this, um, and. He, you know, he kept using that and kept using that. And finally, Chuck Todd brought up, but the money came through the Trump organization. And he's like, everything, yes, that's that's Trump. And Chuck was very quick to go, so you're saying that everything done through the Trump organization <laughs> is directly from Trump? Yeah. Go, oh, no, 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 no. Because that, he almost yeah. opened up a real fucking can of worms there, yeah. you know, because the Trump oh, yeah. organization was just Some convicted of criminal <laughs> yeah. behavior. Yeah. Um, and if everything that the Trump board does is directly from Trump and from his personal funds... <laughs> Then yeah. whoopsie daisy, Takapina. <laughs> I mean, it, hey, Takapina. You <laughs> said after every time. That, yes. Yeah. Oh man, we need to make that a, a sound. <laughs> I need to get just an instrumental of, of Macarena and then just record us going, "Hey, hey Takapina." So 
yeah, that's a, that's a real, um, that's a real fuck up almost, you know, yeah. and, and you're getting into the point where you've <laughs> muddied the waters so much with so many different, there's so many different cases, number one, but even within each case, there's so many different lies yeah. that you've muddied the waters to the point where when trying to form a defense for one thing, you might incriminate yourself <laughs> on the other case. Yeah. This web, when you have this web of lies. Yeah. I'd like to think that there's probably, if not presently, real soon, a very interesting class in law school that's just focused on the weird shit that Trump lawyers have done. Oh, right? there like, has his, to like, be. His lawyers specifically, from Giuliani like on to like, throughout all the like election stuff and this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there's at least they have going done to some be. some wacky and said that some of the craziest shit. And, I will, and they get away with it a lot of times well and yeah you're right they're ha- they're all it's almost guaranteed that it's going to be part of a course because so so much of it caused unprecedented cases to <laughs> yeah. be brought forth totally. so you know you're obviously when you're just studying case law you're going to study precedent and when yeah. precedent is set it's completely changed and yeah. so yeah we've set yeah. precedent we're setting currently we're setting new precedents for um especially uh, laws when it comes to the executive branch yeah um, and but and especially now between the executive branch and the individual states because you've got okay. federal and yeah. state charges involved with all these different crimes. Yeah. So yeah, if it's not going to be a whole class, it's definitely going to be like a, <laughs> a, a part yeah. of a course. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it like whole a whole class. semester. Yeah. yeah, it could be an Trump entire lawyers. class. <laughs> The, like wh- how not to, <laughs> what not to do while president. The, yeah, tactics and failures. <laughs> What else? Um, he got a couple of setbacks in other cases. Uh, yeah. On the January 6th case, the executive privilege claims by like a dozen people that said they didn't want to testify. Um, Scavino, uh, Mulvaney, uh, um, Stephen Miller, uh, uh, quite a few others. Uh, a federal judge said, nah, dogs, you, you, you got to testify. <laughs> yeah. um, we're still waiting to hear about Mike Pence. Um, they oh, didn't yeah. say uh, whether or not Mike Pence, but they did that say guy. about you know all those other people. There's quite a few others. Um, so the executive privilege claims have been squashed. That's a big deal. Um, they're now going to have to most likely testify. Yeah, um, I'm Good. not sure if that can be kicked up to the Supreme Court or not. Uh, but if it can, we're, we might be fucked for sure. Um, but also did- in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. A federal judge uh, oh, yeah. said that the attorney-client privilege has and, to be waived. Yeah, because they were committing crime because of the uh, <laughs> the crimes. crimes. It's the crime fraud exception is the the actual term for it. Yeah. Uh, so that means that yes, anything you say to your lawyer is privileged, um, unless the thing you say to your lawyer is in the furtherance of committing a crime. Then your lawyer is now a co-conspirator. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And they they can be compelled to testify. Yeah. Or face the consequences themselves. Now, what's going to be fun is seeing whether or not this guy pleads the fifth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if your lawyer is <laughs> pleading the fifth to avoid self-incrimination, uh, and we, we've yeah. said it uh, how, how many times before? Uh, if you're innocent, why are you taking the fifth amendment? Oh, that's such a good question, <laughs> that Donald. Good that is a good one. That's going to be used a lot, I have a feeling. 
Um, oh, and then the one more thing that I had written down, um, and then we'll move on to local stuff, uh, about the, um, the Takapina interview, uh, is he kept repeating over and over again how there was no crime here. There was no crime oh, yeah. here. This, this, this whole endeavor with Michael Cohen and the payments, there was no crime here. Um, and then, uh, they had, I believe it was Preet Bharara came on. Um, and he said something I found very interesting, which was, um, you know, he keeps saying this, that there was no crime involved with this payment. However, Michael Cohen pled guilty. His attorneys allowed him to plead guilty. <laughs> yeah. The DA brought the case in which he pled guilty. So they all, the, <laughs> the, the DA, the judge, the lawyers all saw a crime here. <laughs> yeah. And someone pled guilty and did time for a crime. <laughs> yeah. So that's a pretty tough argument to make. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> Like, why did I do time, says Michael Cohen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there was no crime here, yeah. they should be arguing that he, they should be, you know, vehemently saying that Michael Cohen should have never been in jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. But uh, they're not doing that. No. because They're that, just trying to discredit him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, You mentioned Pence and money. Didn't Pence, like, change his rhetoric on, on Trump or January 6th recently? I felt like he, like condemned i like maybe in a couple of weeks ago now that he, he very lightly yeah more. he very lightly condemned trump with january 6th again which he's kind of always stayed a little bit true to yeah you know saying like you know hey it wasn't very chill that they that he tried to get me killed but i don't think he should be in jail you yeah know? yeah that's what i heard he was like hey this was wrong it was not cool we shouldn't charge him for it yeah weird that's some weird cut like, shit just right? to be exactly <laughs> He's trying to not make your people mad. Yeah. Well, he's probably trying to keep from getting assassinated. <laughs> yeah, that too. He's like, I yeah. want to be. He's like, I want to. I want to tell the world that this guy really fucked up, but I also don't want to die. <laughs> also, living's cool. Yeah, living is pretty chill too. He likes to go home to mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're married. Could you imagine calling your wife mother? Uh, no. <laughs> No. Big gross, right? Yeah, icky. I mean, like you know, I don't. I'm have not to... trying to yuck anybody's yeah, yum, exactly. but 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 ew. Coming from a person like Pence, it's that's yucky. why it's yeah. yucky. Yeah, that's why it's yucky, right? It's oh, always yeah. yucky. Here's my thing: never kink shame unless the person you're kink shaming, uh, their whole bit is basically trying to outlaw <laughs> other people's kinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're yeah. trying to make laws against Absolutely. sexual orientations, you're allowed to be kink shamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's gross, you've lost Mike. Your, you've lost your right. Yeah, Mike, you Pence. you grosso. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> mommy pervert. Fucking perv. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Anyways, that's um that's most of what I had. Um now let's get into some of the local stuff. Uh, the Oklahoma State Board of Education voted to enact new restrictions on school library books and sexual education Thursday, despite disapproval from the state's attorney general. Yes. Yeah, so there was a, a meeting on Thursday and leading up to this meeting, um, everyone's favorite tantrum thrower, uh, Ryan Walters, like sent out a, a release before everybody's favorite <laughs> front seat tantrum thrower <laughs> yeah. saying that the issues would reach a boiling point. So he's already like. <laughs> Stoking fires like before the meeting even even starts, and he's got his uh, he's his trying to fan, draw attention to it. Yeah, he's got his number one fangirl in the audience who gets to come up and, and speak in support of him. His own personal Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah, and kind of the three things uh, at hand are very big things, and they're very big. Um, God, just so many things uh, like parental rights, uh, privacy rights for for 
children. But the main three they voted on was the library books, right? So, of course, now there's this new system that they are going to do or have to do where the board gets to review every school's book, and if they see one they want off, they have to take it off or they lose their accreditation. And librarians are mad because their literal job is like book selection, and yeah. now they get to like, you know, their, 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 their selection gets to be questioned and ridiculed by people who aren't don't have a master's in library so, services. Yeah, uh, essentially, it's going to wind up where they're just going to be given a list of what they can't, what they can have. Yeah, exactly. Here's the books you can have. Because and you've heard, and it's uh, all you know. All it takes is one parent to complain about a book, yep. and they'll they'll remove it from the shelf, and uh, or you know, face again losing accreditation. So that was that was part of it. Um, another one was about like sex ed and, and like when they can teach sex ed and and like allowing children to opt out, like. That one doesn't have as many controversial things about it. The one um, that bothers me personally is the uh, it's now like they, they, a teacher. If a teacher knows a kid is going by different pronouns or is possibly identifying yes. under a different gender, they they have to notify the parents. Which is like so. Here's the scenario where this is problematic. Yeah. Right. You've got a kid who lives in a home. <clears throat> they know they're trans. Yeah. They live in a home where their parents. Um, I don't know, listen to people like Ryan Walters yeah, um, or Kevin Stitt um, or many of the other people in the state uh, saying that transgender people, uh, that transgenderism needs to be eradicated. Yeah. Right? So they're living in a home with parents who, who listen to that and believe that um, and they feel that they could be in legitimate danger uh, from their own parents yeah. if they were to know about this. But that child has found solace in a counselor or a teacher that mm -hmm. they like and they trust. Yeah. And they've come out to them because they need someone to know who yeah. they are. Yeah. And that and teacher or counselor would then be obligated mm -hmm. to go tell that hateful parent yeah. about that, yeah. thus putting Knowing that child putting, in yeah. danger. Absolutely. That's so fucked up beyond belief. It's just like lighting a match and setting it and like throwing it at their home, you know, like their their home situation and, and making this kid. To say that you're trying to protect children, but yeah. do something like this that that you know, you know for a fact would yeah. cause children actual harm, you're a real fucking monster. Yeah. And 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 Ryan Walters is a genuine piece of shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um and and, and not even like just Telling a teacher directly, like what what I think is a, a dynamic that's interesting in schools, and we talked about having a a teacher on the interview because I would love to hear some. And I've heard, I've got friends, and I've heard some of these stories. But like, so students, right? Like student, like their peers are usually the first to know. They're coming out to their peers as they're realizing um, their their gender might be different because it's what who they trust yeah. most. My, so like their peers, my are, son came out to his friends first because yeah. he trusted them. Yeah. He, a lot he of knew us. it was safe. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So then your your peers because or your friends because they love you. They're now using your your new pronouns and trying mm -hmm. not to dead name you. So like sometimes it's not even directly to the teacher. Sometimes they just like hear the it. students are respecting each other and they're using the correct names and correct and then pronouns. That teacher's like, and then I'm the teacher go hears it. Yeah. yeah. Then it's like so it just sets up so many weird situations that make it now uncomfortable for someone not just to come out to their teacher, but to even their friends, right? Because well, like, more importantly, it makes it dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I... Man, it's so scary for these fucking kids, man. 
when I was growing up, there was a, a person who I knew who got, and I'm sure a lot of people know, who got kicked out of the house just for being gay. Like they found out their teenage uh, son was gay and kicked him out of the house. Like, and that's like that still happens. You know, that is yeah. still happening. If there, and he was, I forget how old he was when he came out. I think it was like 15 or 16. But um, but like it's happened. It happens in Oklahoma. I, I don't know the statistics. I'm sure like uh, that's lifelong trauma. Yeah, for that poor child. And and a, and a kid like they should be allowed to decide when they tell their parents if they know, and they're old enough to know that their their parents are not going to like this. And but they know that this is who they are. Right. Then they should be allowed if they even want to tell their parents at all. They want to wait till they're fucking eighteen and leave the house. Yeah. Like let them. You know, like you learn to survive as a kid when you're in a, a volatile household and your parents have different beliefs than you. You know, and like part of that silence is just like not talking about it. You know, like yeah. Not, and, and well, and even even that at that point, you know, just being silent is is in a sense. Forming their own sense of autonomy of, of yeah, like exactly. this is mine. Yeah, you know, and this is mine to tell when I'm ready, and I can tell who I want when I want, and that's that's up to me to choose. Yeah, and well, as a parent, I can't even fathom like my kid telling me something about who they are, and me being like, no, that's not. Yeah, that's not you. You know, I just can't even imagine it. Like, my kids will have. I had a kid who was very actively involved in the church. I've never been like I have a lot of problems with some of the organizations that, that she was involved in. And now she's not, she learned her own lessons from it, you know, but, okay. um, but as a parent, you'd like, you have to, you have to let your kids like find out who they are and, and go down these, these paths. And of course, if there's something that's actually dangerous, you, <laughs> or, you know, like it. you provide safety for them <laughs> or answer their questions or whatever, but like something like that is, it's just the danger is them not being able to who they are. Right. Yeah. The danger is like, Forcing them to, to change or to forcing feel them, shame about who they yes, are. Yes, forcing them to either feel like they need to change, forcing them to feel like um, something is wrong with them, yeah. uh, forcing them to feel like they are broken or uh, incorrect. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I know this is not the same at all, but I remember something as little as when I was growing up, the, the prevalence of Christianity here. Uh, and I remember when I first started to feel like I, I might not believe any of this, like I might not have faith. Yeah. Um, I remember feeling like something was wrong with me. Oh, yeah. I remember feeling like, no, 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 no. You have to believe in something or you're broken. Yeah. That's wrong. No yeah. one should be able, should be made to feel that if they don't feel the way others feel that there's something intrinsically wrong with them. Yeah. You gotta uh, because be like that a... was traumatic for yeah. me. Oh, it yeah. caused me to, to, to like go to all sorts of different churches that I would have never stepped foot in because I felt like I needed to find my faith. You know, I would have never gone to fucking guts church. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know how many times, cause I, I my parents never took me to, to church as a kid. But I learned quickly, like, because kids start asking you if you're saved. <laughs> and you're like, were you saved? Where are you saved at? And Eleanor's they, already I dealing no with idea. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're, Scout dealt with it really six, early. Yes. six years old, and yes. these shitheads are already. She went to a thing at, the, at this aftercare program she was at, and we let her stay for this thing where they had these college kids come. And, you know, they were like, oh, they just do activities, and they play, and they do this. And they said, they're from ORU. And I was like... Uh, super skeptical, but it was like, okay, her friends are going, we'll let her go because it's fun. Yeah. That same fucking night, she came home and was like, said something, I don't remember what it was, um, 
but it came up that, oh, no, God and Jesus made me. Oh, yeah. And I said, who told you that? The people at the bridge. Uh-huh. We're not going to the bridge anymore. <laughs> yeah. Six yeah. years old, they're trying. And this, and they. And, and they, they get co- mad about indoctrination. And they called us <laughs> groomers and yeah. indoctrination. That yeah. is the textbook definition of indoctrination. Absolutely. If you look up what indoctrination means, that you are implanting these things on children, other people's children, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that made me the most mad is I'm yeah. like, you did not have my permission to push your religious beliefs on my child. Yeah. And That's if I up. had an activity where I was pushing Muslim beliefs or atheism or law against, them. Oh, they would <laughs> yeah. fucking shoot me in the head. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It's, it's insane. Yeah. I was so angry. Yeah, I was no, so I do angry. Not blame you. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I can't believe. It. I remember my youngest. Uh, she was in. Man, I don't remember exactly. She would correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was in first or second grade. She was very vocal about not believing in God. Like she was very like I wouldn't say proud of it. She was like fucking four, five, six, seven. You know, like mm-hmm. it was just something like that. She knew she didn't believe in, and but like she knew that people around her did. But she didn't have any shame in it. She just, like, talked about it. But, like, she quickly developed weird shame about it because of how people would react when she would speak openly about it. And I remember she was telling me a story one time. She was in the bathroom. uh, You know how the bathroom is in in elementary school. It's like a – that's always, like, an event kind of. So she's in the bathroom, and she's, like – I think she went there to cry. She's (laughs) about some unrelated things. Sure. So she's in the bathroom just, like, having a private moment, and she sees some kids come in, like, two two girls come in, and, like, uh, they notice someone's in there, and they were, like – they scouted – recognized their voices and they asked uh hey who is that who are you and then uh scout said her name she's like it's me it's scout and they said oh are you the one that doesn't believe in god like they didn't even know who scout oh. was but they knew that she, they immediately associated her as the the kid the at school one, yeah the outcast doesn't believe in god. yeah isn't that weird it's <laughs> fucked up it's fucked and they up. were in elementary school and yeah this is indoctrination yeah. those kids have been indoctrinated yeah. um that, that uh, there was more I want to say. On this, no, please. An interesting week though, because uh, TikTok was at uh, the Capitol. I think answering. Questions, oh, sh- yeah, which, we forgot to yeah. even bring up that hearing. because I can't help but feel like it's connected, and it's just it's. I know it's a it's a hot issue because all the China where there's like all kinds of obvious things with China, obvious mm-hmm. conflicts for sure. China's trying to spy on us, trying to do this other stuff. Yeah, right? and it's like owned by a company that spies yeah, on people. But also, literally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that's what they do. But the, but but so does every one of them. Like all, oh, for know, sure. Like all of them do. But anyway, but I can't help but feel like the like more conservatives, especially, love it because they know that's where their that's where their kids are getting these new ideas. That's where their kids are learning the injustices in their their present states and cities and, and households mm-hmm. because finally like there's a direct face and then like, people their peers their age like so like what drives me crazy is like they they act like teachers and librarians are teaching these kids these things it's their peers they're learning yeah. it from mm-hmm. their peers because it's TikTok allowed people all the other social media you know I mean you know what it is I don't have to explain yeah. how social media works but like um but I think that's why they're that's why they're attacking TikTok because oh, it for is sure. a huge huge source of, of information mis- like I know I know misinformation again everywhere not just yes. TikTok everywhere is the thing but it's also educating people about real issues. I've learned so much about ADHD, like yeah. from TikTok. More or one so of my than favorite my, things is telling the kids, or, or, you know, where to get the banned books. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's weird that that's going on at the same time. Well, not weird. I mean, it's obvious. Like why it's in the yeah. the pop culture. Discussion. You know, you know 
that shit's a little murky though when the CEO is asked, does uh, <laughs> does your parent company uh, use TikTok to spy on the American people? And his answer is, I don't know if spy is the word I would use for it. Yeah. That's not the answer people want to hear, my yeah, friend. You should, have had a, you should have had a better response to that. For sure. That was not the right answer. <laughs> Define spy. I can't I can't full on say with certainty that he was wrong, yeah. but he wasn't right. <laughs> it wasn't the right answer. I no. know that. I know yeah. that. Like I knew what he was trying to say, but, also, but it was not the right dude, answer. Dude, like everyone hates you right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because even yeah, even even here's the my Democrats thing. Are, I, I see the things like, about it because I always boil it down to like, what the fuck do I care if they're spying on me? I don't really have anything, yeah. you know, worthy of the Chinese government. You yeah. know, they're yeah. not getting anything from me other than like, you know, trying to sell me more socks or something, yeah. you know, like they, which Bezos does all the time. That's already <laughs> fucking happening. Uh, so, oh yeah. but the idea of them using it to like spy on journalists and stuff like that, that, that I do find problematic that and, is, and, yeah, and, super. You know, so therein just comes regulation, not banning. Yeah. It's what it's the Absolutely. fact that they're trying to ban it, not regulate it. Yeah. Um, Straight up. Yeah, exactly. Tighter regulation. Absolutely. If there's issues with it, then you regulate it so that they can't do those things. But the fact that you're trying to get rid of it outright. Yeah. That's an ulterior motive right there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It feels very uh, fishy yeah. for sure. And, but uh, yeah, and and it's 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 necessary because I mean, like some of it is like I mean, you can you can watch a TikTok video and think that it is like progressive propaganda, but it's you know it's just a video of someone like talking about how you should uh, have compassion for people, <laughs> like use their pronouns, you know, like that's yes. so anyway. But then you have people like Ryan Walters who at a board of education meeting is still on the campaign trail apparently because even though you're at an official <laughs> meeting talking about actual school rules. He brings up people like George Soros and, and, Joe, and Biden. Joe Biden, like they have any. Yeah, we have a we have an actual audio <laughs> yeah, clip yeah. of that. Oh, yeah, Let's go to good. that it, again. It sounds like the campaign trail, but this is just uh, this an is Ryan Walters meeting with the boss. This is a superintendent of schools. That's what Oklahomans want for their kids. They want kids to be empowered, and they want kids to be prepared for the workforce, not become a target of radical woke indoctrination from the minds of Joe Biden. George Soros and every other woke radical in the country. If one now, how the people, how at least one person in the room didn't erupt in sarcastic laughter is yeah. beyond me. Oh, how yeah. there wasn't at least an eye roll or a get a load of this guy <laughs> look like not, yeah. those people in that room were not phased. Oh yeah! By the insane <laughs> thing yeah. that came out of his mouth, mm -hmm. he was playing to the cameras. He wasn't playing to anyone in that room. That's what I've always said, and and you can go back and look at my social media. I've been saying for a long time. Every time Ryan Walters would put out a video, yeah. I would immediately comment, "Everything you do is theater. Yeah, everything you do is theater." This is not real. You're playing a part. You want to be famous. You want to be, uh, uh, you know, you want to yeah. be a Tucker Carlson. You like uh, your name out there. You like the likes, all that normal, like, yeah. social media, like, serotonin bullshit. He's just doing it. He wants to work his way up the ladder. Yeah. You know, he wants to be Kevin Stitt. He wants to be, yeah. you know, all these fucking shitheads. And he's doing it at the expense of our children and their education, and more broadly, at the expense of public education as a whole. Yeah. Um, because, we, as we've said it once, we'll say it a million times, you got to keep them stupid if you're going to keep them voting <laughs> against their own best interests. Yeah. And, and I will say, I want to give credit to uh, this, this story is from uh, KJ, KJRH website and the reporter. 
Samson Temajani, who is one of their uh, newest reporters, he even, uh, and this was approved by manager stuff, called it a rant in his script. He was like, uh, Ryan Walters rant, you know, which was good. Again, it's like, you know, I love journalists who call, call it, it, like it is. Yeah, yes. like this wasn't a, a productive speech. This was a, a man ranting at a meeting. Yes. Yeah. And it's good to see reporters using language to call out what it is. Yes. So anyway, big ups to them. And that soundbite was from a package they did. So anyway. Uh, yeah, and this, you know, it goes on. It, it, it also showed, um, you know, he brought along uh, Elena, uh, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's uh, somebody in there of her where she's just literally waxing his car. <laughs> yes, and, and I, in my opinion, Elena Ashley is uh, Kevin Stitt and Ryan Walters, Candace Owens, but if Candace Owens was a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, because this lady is, I mean... She's notorious I, for being the holdout vote on God, something big, and I don't remember what it is now. Um, uh, yeah, something that e- even the other crazies were like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so it is, nuts. It's weird that like school board meetings used to just be ignored, and now we record like every single one of them because... You, never you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's I good. Would be, like, it's, yes. And it makes me like upset as a parent that I wasn't more active and watching more, you know, like, cause oh, like yeah. we're now paying attention, but like how much shit have they gotten away with over the years that like, you know, like it could have like not got to this if we were more active beforehand. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you have the fact that, that, um, you know, we live in a country where a lot of working parents that that are, are are very involved in their children's lives can't be as involved in the school board meetings because they they're wor- yeah. it's prohibited by their work schedule yeah, you know they absolutely. can't be present for these things to be the con- uh, dissenting voice yeah you know uh, I can I I know I personally can never make these things yeah you know even if I want to because I do want to I want <laughs> yeah. to go and yeah. tell Ryan Walters that he's an idiot and that the reason he films his videos in his car is because if you filmed him around other people they would tell him he's an idiot (laughs) yeah i have heard and i'm not going to call anyone out i have heard some surprising people rant about him right like you meet people of all kind through your family through work through people you know and like yeah you know people of all have different you know there's there's people who you just don't expect to like care about politics have a very strong opinion about and not just like i've not heard a single person say uh defend him except for Oh, Miss Elena. And well, and, 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 and therein lies the rub, I think, is yeah. that is that the reason why so many people that are not into politics in general have opinions about Ryan Walters is because at the end of the day, the school system should be as apolitical as it gets. Healthcare, yeah. education, these should be apolitical things that Absolutely. do not operate with with people at their helms that are being, you know, voted in because they're either Republican or Democrat. Yeah. Like this should be purely uh, qualifications and, you know, like the, uh, this man is objectively unqualified for this job. Oh, yeah. And I don't think there's anybody except for his cronies who no. would argue. Oh, and one one thing we should mention about this story that we didn't get to is Please. that the attorney general, uh, Gettner Drummond, basically issued like an official decision. It wasn't anything that was like bounded by law. It was just, uh, you know, what what the DA does. I think they called it um, a non-binding legal opinion 
basically that saying the new you're rules, wasting your fucking yeah, time. saying that the that the new rule the vote on the new rules is invalid. Yeah, the, like them like voting on the rules like itself is like against the Oklahoma Constitution. Basically, I'll just like, I'll try and cold read this a little. It, <laughs> yeah. it is the opinion yeah. of the undersigned council that the legislator may delegate rulemaking authority to the board, but Section three dash one zero four a one does not authorize rulemaking on a specific statute or subject. Further, even if Section three dash one zero four a one did confer specific rulemaking authority, that subsection alone would likely violate the non-delegation doctrine as the language does not identify legislative policy and set intelligible standards to guide the the board in promulgating specific administrative rules. It basically says you can't do this. Yeah. And it's in the rules yeah. that you can't. <laughs> you can't just – like you, you you haven't done the work. He was like, you've got to set up guidelines. you got to like, – Yeah. There's, there's – you saying this is bad. A parent being like, this makes me mad is not – it's not a legally you, a, a legal argument. Yeah, you yeah. you can't just be arbitrary and <laughs> yeah. like be like I've I decided and so it shall be. Like yeah. there's steps that must be taken. Yeah. Uh, to to basically to ensure that somebody isn't doing exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. And that is install their own agenda as Absolutely. the uh, the public edu- education agenda. <laughs> so I like to think that like and it's good because Gittner's also uh, I believe Republican and. Um, it's good seeing these people speak out against some of us, like just random hatred that comes from other Republicans. But also, it's good because, like, seeing an actual like yeah. uh, lawyer say this means, like, well, yeah, some of these ideas aren't going to make it far. Right. The very end is, is good too. It says there. It therefore follows that any rule which is promulgated only using the general quote powers and duties within sections three one zero four is invalid <laughs> yeah. and may not be enforced by the state <laughs> department of education or the board. Yeah. So, so he's like, even if you pass these rules, they can't be enforced because it says that they're invalid. Yeah. So they're wasting time. They're wasting money. And then as these go to court, like they're going to waste even more money. So I'd like to think at some point they're going to be like, we got to get this fucking guy out of here. Someone, someone in the powers to be, we'll, we'll talk to Ryan Walters and at least maybe calm him down because he's just, I, you know, he's got a, he's, he's gonna, doing like, this all for theater, yeah, man. It's yeah. like, like you said, this is, he, Totally. The, the fact that he said beforehand, you know, that yeah. the, the it would be it's at a boiling be off the point. Chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would reach a boiling point. That's so purposeful. Yeah. It's so, like. The name calling. I mean, like, if you're still so saying slimy. George Soros, like, at some point, George Soros is going to be dead. And I'll tell you what. I don't know much about George Soros, but I know he doesn't give a flying fuck <laughs> about Tulsa's or Oklahoma's yeah. Department of Education yeah. and what books they're putting in. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. As if he's got a list. He's like calling uh, Deborah Guest and being like, okay, Deb, here's what I want you to keep in the library this year. Also, it goes back to the, the Manhattan DA and them calling him a Soros-backed animal. Yeah. There's no tangible mind you because there are republicans who try and draw a line between him and george soros george soros once bought a stapler that went on his desk you know that 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 thing yeah but there's nothing that has ever tied anything from george soros to alvin bragg in any way shape or form uh never met the man doesn't Uh, know the man it's just a a forever boogeyman for them and That's it's an it anti-Semitic dog whistle is yeah. what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely just throwing George Soros in there anytime is specifically to like, hey, anti-Semites, uh, check it out, over here, yeah. over here. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so Sounds bad. Like a, a lot of people are going to have to watch 21 Jump Street, basically. I, we need the whole world to watch <laughs> yeah. 21 Jump Street, yeah. especially Ryan Walters <laughs> and it's all so. these guys. <laughs> Trump needs to watch it, too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just have a big uh, White House on the lawn viewing. Let's like broadcast it like a... On every channel, like a mm-hmm. 9-11 memorial. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, just another recap of the state. Uh, the, the bills we're watching right now, uh, House Bill 1449, which was one that um, basically changes, tries to purposely cha- change language uh, about gender in uh, official documents and things like that to uh, be exclusionary for trans mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, that one's going through, I believe, the House right now. Um, SB 613, of course, um, and HR 2177. 2177 is the one that just passed the House and is onto the Senate and is likely to be the first to pass of these if, if mm. it is to pass. Um, so that's, that's coming up. Uh, look for uh, change.org or uh, Freedom Oklahoma. Um, uh, a lot of these places have links to the, some of the petitions you can sign, um, some of the uh, links to uh, the your local politicians that you can call and ask them to um, to oppose mm-hmm. these. Um, and again, we're using very clear language. If you call uh, a representative, um, you are respectfully voicing your opposition. Um, do not make threats. Do not, uh, use violent rhetoric or language. Do not yell and scream at these people. Um, voice your opposition intelligently Mm -hmm. and succinctly and, and let them know that, that, uh, that they are representing you and your family and that you and your family oppose this bill and bills like it. Um, that's what we want to happen. Um, and then of course also 2186 is that the HR bill that, um, uh, will ban, uh, drag performances. Mm. Um, so be on the lookout for that one too, and, uh, get your vocal opposition in on that as well. For sure. For sure. Um, did you have anything else for this week? Oh man. What is coming up this week? I mean, every week is heavy, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously this coming up week will, will obviously still be on indictment watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like, you know, Georgia uh, indictments are still imminent. I I remember like it was, was more just like Russia, China, us like military tension yeah. <laughs> that's just that's like yeah, under, under of, it all it's just like oh here's this world war brewing up this is I great mean, oh, uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's so insane to think that like yeah that that's just sort of like the b plot of our movie <laughs> yeah, right now yeah like it'll be this gigantic <laughs> like, thing and is also happening. Let's go ahead and just talk about this other shit Man, yeah, but it's also like maybe it'll settle down, right? It's very Cold War feeling out, right? Like, a little bit, yeah. but but boy, the stakes are high. Oh yeah, yeah, so scary. Everyone's mental health is still bad. Like you forget, like you're like, oh yeah, all my friends' mental health bad. You forget that, like, oh, also world leaders and military leaders, their health is also bad. Yeah, yep. <laughs> every single person, and they're making these gigantic decisions. Yeah, so anyway, insane. nothing to worry about, y'all. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm starting a new therapist this week. <laughs> Hell yeah. Super excited Good for that. Good on you, man. Yeah, yeah. Super excited for that. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, album pick this week. Did you have one? Oh, you go first because I do, but I need to look at a note. Uh, this week, I'm actually going to go to one that came out. Um, oh, man, it might have even been 2021 now, but uh, it's a little band called Turnstile. Have you ever heard of them? I think I have. Yeah, they did an album uh, called Glow On. 
that I uh, I just keep going back to. Uh, it's good top to bottom. It's got um, it's got a, a really nice little genre mix of um, hardcore, but with uh, it's got it's definitely got a, a little hip hop in its derivation. Um, not that he's like rapping, he's never like rapping, but there's that you can tell that they like hip hop a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? How you can yeah. just hear it. Um, also, uh, a lot of Latin influence on, uh, on a lot of the grooves, which I, I love. Um, it's really fun to hear them work that in. Um, but that album, yeah. T to B glow on by turnstile. Uh, listen to that this week. Hell yeah. I like it. Um, I am uh, turning 45 next weekend. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm working on this like playlist idea where I'm picking like two songs from every year I was born. Um, okay. Just to kind of like make this playlist. So I was born in the year 78. So the first, I, I'm, I'm only like chipping away at the playlist, but I'll, I'll, the, the first song on my playlist from 1978 is uh, Wires, I Am The Fly. And Wire uh, was like a, a post-punk. Uh, this, this album came out. In, the album's from the album Chairs Missing, which came out in 78. And uh, so this is like kind of post-punk, like art punk. It's like punk with guys who went to like The band college. is called Wire? <laughs> Wire, yeah. And uh, they were very influential. They had three huge albums, um, Chairs Missing, Pink Flag, and another one whose name has escaped me. Um, but I promise I'm <laughs> What was the song you uh, said? The song that's on my list is uh, I Am The Fly. And it's from what album? It is from Chairs Missing album. 1978, a good year. Oh, yeah, here it is right here. We have the technology. <laughs> okay, I can dig it. Oh, yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. This is the part where if you're watching it on YouTube, it's been blocked out in <laughs> Belarus or wherever. Oh, yeah. The very, very strict laws there. Okay. Yeah. You get it. I have a thing. I love, love when a singer is so British <laughs> that they don't lose their accent when they sing. Yeah. Because it's singing is one of those things where you mostly lose your accent. But yeah. like, so there's a punk band called the Subhumans. If you've oh, ever yeah. heard of yeah. that guy, yeah, so <laughs> British. Mickey yeah. Mouse is dead, gold cake in the head. I yeah. love it. I love, love, love that. So yeah. that's right up my alley. Sweet. I think I'm going to be Hell listening yeah. to them. Do it, man. You'll that's love rad. It. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, well, uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, stay mindful and stay aware, and we will see you next week. Maximum News is a production of OLA Ministries. All original music written, performed, and reported by... Yeah.